0: All right, it is cash the ticket. We're calling this your Turkey Day Black Friday Primer. Welcome aboard, Evan Jenkins here, me here, cookies wasting his vacation away, tweeting poolside <laughs> like a child who wasn't hugged enough and needs your likes and adoration. Also, airing grievances to me via text. More on that in a moment. Rate, review, subscribe. Uh, programming notes. So Here's how we're doing it this week. I'm going to give you Thursday and Friday's stuff, and then I'm going to come in Friday because I am working. Evan's going to come in. Even though it's his day off, we're going to knock out an app for you, give you a weekend football primer. So it won't be the standard college, standard pro, because this week is different. You know, the NFL with four games that don't reside on Sunday, college with about 15 games that don't reside on Saturday. We're going to do two episodes because we are human beings not machines, and it'll cover your weekend of football. So let's get into it. Uh, Evan, first things first. I want to give the people a Turkey Day stat before you delight the masses with something you've been up to. So you want to bet Thanksgiving football. Okay. What does this podcast normally stay away from when it comes to betting? Favorites? Correct. Big favorites. That creates a big problem. Yeah, it does. If you go back. Two years, five years, ten years. There is no time period. Favorites dominate. NFL, Thanksgiving. Domination to the tune of covering north of 75% of the time. That's wild. Domination.
1: Do you think that's just based off of the short week and the better team usually is going to
0: win off that short week of healthy? I always say this to you. Like, they're trying to explain some of the trends on how you get over on Vegas, I've always struggled with. I just go with it. Meaning, if I had the answer, so would they. Right, okay. You know, and again, now, there's one team that this trend does not apply to. You can take the other 31 teams, and if they're favored and you blind bet them on Thanksgiving, you're going to win money. Except America's team. Your Dallas Cowboys, in their last 12 Thanksgiving games are a robust 1-11 against the number. That's wild. Cowboys favored by 12.5 over the Commanders. We'll talk about it. But I wanted to let you understand when we go through the games and you go, wait, why is Mike kind of leaning towards a favorite? A, he was terrible with two of them last week. And B, this isn't who Mike get. Guys, I don't know if we get a choice. The numbers are overwhelming to betting favorites on Thanksgiving Day. So it doesn't go deeper than that. Just go into this week's card knowing you probably need to play favorites. All right, with that, I had brought up to Jim before he had left the holiday parlay. But see, you've taken it to a different place. I am thrilled to hear this.
1: Well, it was interesting because I, I don't bet very often unless I really am strong about something or I see something that looks off. Maybe and like you feel NBA strong game. about a
0: Black Friday game.
1: Well, what don't. I felt strong about was the fact that I could have fun on Thursday with my brother-in-law. So you
0: mentioned the family parlay that you, your dad, your brother-in-law. Yeah, we will absolutely do one. And I'm going to be straight with people. I'm not going to bet these games individually. Now at night, maybe, but I want to enjoy my holiday if you guys don't mind. So I'm going to shoot you straight. I'm going to tell you who I'd pick. And I am going to do a parlay with the boys. Including I have a player prop that I don't know how it loses. Oh, wow. I got a player prop. So
1: I brought it up to him via text yesterday. I was like, how about we're going to dinner tonight? I'm like, at dinner, let's build our parlay. Because we won't go over to my in-laws until after the Lions game. So Late afternoon. Yeah. So once that's over, I'm, I'm really going to try to hustle so I can get there in time for Michigan State and Arizona. There's a half hour window there. We'll see if that actually happens. But he agreed. We're <laughs> in. I'm going to try to get my father-in-law involved. I might even ask my dad, who's never bet on a game ever, ever in his life. No, Ever? I mean, if he did, it was in a dark time before I ever knew anything. <laughs> so. When dad was on skid row. <laughs> yeah, so I think it will be fun. And and it's also not going to be this, like, three-leg thing like you, like you
0: had mentioned, too.
1: Like, go all in. Like, if we're confident, I'm thinking we each make, like, three to
0: four picks and put them all together. And By the way, for that Arizona with. game, just letting you know, I did read a blurb, Arizona's 5-0 and against the spread. Is But there wasn't a number as of yesterday that I saw. Yeah, I don't have it. i just letting you know.
1: Okay,
0: I know. If you plan on indulging, be very
1: I, careful. Not, I probably won't bet on that game because my heart's too much there. But just for the football in general, I'm going to be throwing in touchdown props. I'm going to games, over-unders. Oh oh I, want I want it all. <laughs> I want it all. So – at least if one of us fails, we'll all fail
0: together. That's it. You want to go down with the ship. What yeah. I would say is, like, yeah, man, no one's a professional. I don't want to ruin a holiday sweating these games. No. So I'll get with my dad. I'll get with Scotty. And I'll go, all right, boys, what do we want to do? Now, look, Scotty's a Cowboy fan. I don't get a choice in this regard. But what I'm going to tell him is if the Cowboys are on that list, we're going to tease that number down. <laughs> we're going to, Scotty, you, you can bet your Cowboys, but we are not partaking them. 12 and a half. And that, if anything, I'd tease it I would use a straight tease and go 18 points with the with the Commanders and kick back. I'm anxious to actually talk about that game but it's just
1: it was cool to hear you talk about it and it was something I hadn't really thought of and if you're all going to be together anyway, so why not? You right? may as well just add a little and bit. I know of he's going to be it. betting anyway. I'm going to be looking at fantasy scores or whatever, so why not do it together? Now here's the question.
0: Now you this is interesting to me. So before we get to the the, the slate, the whole all the games and I'll I'll run them down you thanksgiving's not enough for you you go out to a massive steak dinner the night before thanksgiving
1: yeah and it's Who great else idea is that um it's my wife's family they always ran the turkey trot now my wife is pregnant so she's not running it
0: uh her dad just had i didn't his, know we were making that public news it's public news it's obviously privately i've congratulated yes. you but publicly <laughs> veto even would like to so congratulate she's not running you the turkey trot <laughs> Congratulations, congratulations on the sex. Congratulations on the sex. Yes, it worked well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so they're not doing the turkey trot, and it used to be something downtown that sure. we would go for the dinner. They would stay overnight, do the turkey trot, go to the Lions game. That's not happening. So now what we've done is there's a steakhouse out in Pontiac that we'll go to. There's 16 of us going, it's uh, family friends. Uh, and- 16 top. They called
0: and but now had they to are. get a bigger reservation. So without give, I, you know, I, I mean, I don't want to do free plugs. My point is, if you're a local, if you're from Metro Detroit or grew up here, you know the spot he's talking about. Think about Steakhouse's Pontiac, potentially invented zip sauce, and they claim to have good spaghetti. Yes. And you they know they the place. Multiple course meal. I can't wait. So, you do, But you go, fill up your gullet. Oh yeah, and that's what leads you into a Thanksgiving day. And then
1: I will wake up tomorrow morning. I will make myself cinnamon rolls. My wife's gonna make a little egg casserole for herself. Oh uh, yeah. Wait, wait, for
0: herself?
1: Well, she puts like broccoli and crap in it that I would never eat.
0: So what is? I don't eat like vegetables. I, I haven't seen onion. I haven't seen your wife in a long time. She used obviously she used to work here. I I, I love her. I think she's fantastic. I just. I would ask her, "Are you on crack?" Broccoli and an egg bake? Oh, she loves it. Now we gotta have a conversation. That we have to. Have peppers and maybe she won't do the broccoli. We She's- have to. egg bakes are simple. There needs to be some form of ham, bacon, or sausage, cheese, some toast. the I eggs, agree. Put it in the oven. I don't know. Check on it in an hour. That's your egg bake. That's
1: not her thing, so we'll see what she... She's uh, out right now, grocery shopping, getting
0: it together, so... You make this poor woman grocery shop, Well, and she's, she's fully off pregnant. today. She's off for the rest of the week, People, so. you see, Do you see what this man does for you? His wife is out here fully engorged, <laughs> fully pregnant, pushing around a cart with the maniacs the day before Thanksgiving. Why? Because Evan's in here with me doing this <laughs> nonsense podcast. But...
1: <laughs> It's all good. So that's going to be fun. But Thanksgiving is just a gorge fest for me. Every day I should feel like I'm going to burst at the theme. No. So.
0: Have it. I, I, love it. It.
1: I love it. These are all meals that I love. I told you I love the turkey. I love the gravy. I love the one year I did make a mistake that they had um, um, mashed cauliflower next to the potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was a potato. And I'm like, doo, doo,
0: doo, doo. dude, and believe me,
1: <laughs> they look very similar, but they do oh, not taste no. the same.
0: But the, te- the texture, it's like eating sand. Or grain, yeah. And it smells like <laughs> shit. It's not my thing.
1: But this year, I'm actually bringing um, my mom's recipe for... Um, Mac and cheese, so I'll make that homemade. So we'll see how that goes over. Oh man! So it could be good, it could be bad, but I'm I'm excited. And it
0: won't be bad. You've taught yourself how to cook. I know you work hard at it. I, I you will be fine. I You're can following follow. A well, recipe. I've
1: made it for my wife, and I made sure if she liked it, the others will like it. She's more hardcore um, against me, and <laughs> wants to poke holes and poke fun. Oh, I mean, my. it's a good relationship we have, and she liked it. So I I figure her family will. <laughs> but I, I can't wait. It's going to be so good. Oh, what do you got? What's Fern gonna tell me now?
2: Mm. Congratulations <laughs> on the sex. <laughs> the NBA playoffs are underway and you wanna get to the game, me too, but Cash, C A S H, for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed.
0: tremendous Thank you. all right let's go to the board brought to you by FanDuel America's number one sports book let's get to the slate so we're just going to run this through that'll include the egg bowl little pro little college uh let's start out it's the holiday here it's the Lions laying seven and a half against the Packers and remember what I said earlier this is a day for favorites I don't do Homerism this is a lion spot right here Packers come in flying high off a win they had no business getting it i mean the chargers quentin johnson drops a surefire td keenan allen drops two third down passes but they come in and the lions know they got away with one the lions but the lions are at home it's one of the great home field advantages right now in the nfl short turn it's a holiday here you're not going to have an invasion of opposing fans because fans are hanging on to their tickets these tickets are going for over five hundred dollars a pop i'm laying the seven and a half packers do not stop the run the lions are a terrible matchup for the packers i do not trust jordan love much less on the road and for me, the seven and a half is the I got you a dollar special. If this were six and a half, I'd feel more confident the other way. They're begging you to take the Packers, and I'm not doing it.
1: So let me ask you this. In regards to this and the game last week with the Lions and the Bears, yeah. it's the same line. We had the Bears. And you went with the Bears. Mm. Are is Because I personally think the Packers are better than the Bears. Now, maybe not this week with the injuries to Musgrove and um, um, Aaron Jones isn't going to play. Right. But – is it just the fact that on the holiday in, yeah. in the home field that that's going to flip your pick from last week? And it's week an to- up-down
0: league. So, okay. like, the, the, the thought process here is are the Packers really capable of playing well again? Are the Packers capable of a short turn coming in here? I just think Aaron Glenn, this defense, there's going to be a response. I think Jared Goff, worst game arguably is a lion, a response, a couple of bad breaks. And the matchup is everything to me. The Bears actually make it hard for you to run the ball. They do. Yeah. The Packers' run D is horrible. Okay. I think this is a a, a game the Lions can feast, no pun intended, line up and smash. And that leads me to part two Jameer Gibbs over 43 and a half rushing yards. I have watched the Packers a bunch, and I'm telling you, they get creased a lot, they give up the edge a lot. Jameer Gibbs is the ying to David Montgomery's yang, and I think he's got an opportunity here to pop a big one. 43-and-a-half feels very fair. Last week, the carry count, Montgomery with 12, Gibbs with 8. Different game flow. You probably end up Montgomery closer to 20 carries, Gibbs closer to 14. If you can't if – you, if you spec out 14 carries for 43 yards, that makes sense to me. I like Gibbs over 43-and-a-half yards.
1: I love it. I mean, it almost sounds too easy, and that I think that's what kind of scares me away from it. And because, Evans just killed the bet. No, I, I. It's just it, I, it, I was trying to help your parlour. He's played so damn well this year when he's gotten in and gotten the reps in order to do so. You're saying fourteen into forty. What is that? Four yards a pop. He should be able to bust off a couple. 15-yard runs well, and, that was, and get that in the first half. Well, let's not get it carried sounds away. sounds amazing right I know now. it does, but don't get carried away. This is going to be me away. tonight when I'm making this parlay.
0: It can't lose. Listen, I'm just giving it to you. 43 and a half if you want it. I like over for Jameer Gibbs. I'm going to take the Lions, and I would, if you want player props, you can bet the Gibbs thing. Um and that is also the Hungry Howie's Delivery oh, of Oh, yes, week. Hungry Howie's yep. Delivery of the Week, the official flavored crust pizza of Cash the Ticket, the podcast. Apologies. Thank you to Hungry Howie's. Uh, let's go to the next game in the mix. Commanders, this number is running like Forrest Gump. 12 and a half currently, time of taping. Cowboys, Commanders. Look, Cowboys at home are a machine. Go look at the games. Go look at how they play. But that stat about the Cowboys being 1 and 11 against the number on Thanksgiving, the fact that the Commanders will shamelessly throw the ball 50 times, the fact that I got backdoored by the New York Giants and Richie James last year on Thanksgiving when the Cowboys were up huge and then collapsed late, uh, this would be a Commanders' pass for me. I, I just, that is too many points in a divisional game, and the Commanders, that's a dead cat bounce. They played their worst game of the season last year against the Giants. I, I would lean Commanders. I'm probably not touching this game, sadly.
1: Really? Even with knowing that stat of the one and
0: eleven or whatever. Commanders are pass. I kind of want to let this number run. I mean, look if you think it's
1: gonna get higher before the kick at what 4 p.m. on Thursday
0: afternoon? Look because it's
1: 12 and a half. I know. I'm trying to
0: see if could it get to 13? Could it get to 13 and a half? I mean, look, Evan, this number has been flying. It started out at nine and a half. And right now, I, I just don't want to walk into one here.
1: What are the commanders even playing for right now? Just a sense of
0: pride. Howell's going to
1: play for his job, essentially. Well, look, to ma- be the matchup
0: man? wise, does it make sense? I mean, here's what I would compare it to: It's like Dolphins Raiders this week. Do you know the the, the Raiders or uh, the Dolphins had? God, what was it? It was their first nine or ten possessions. None of them ended in a punt. One problem: they didn't score. All weird things kept happening yeah Dolphins should have blown out the Raiders weird stuff happens when I look at Cowboys commanders I look at a commander's team that can't pass protect against a Cowboys team that feasts with their pass rush that would worry me a little bit about the commanders the other angle too is what you said do the commanders just lay down and quit yeah trade deadline played real hard out of it lose heartbreaker to Seattle into play against Giants 10-point favorites clown car get blown out now they gotta go on the road on Thanksgiving and go to Dallas. Things could get hard early. Could they lay down? I, it's the only game I don't really love aside.
1: And that's probably the best move is when you don't and, and we can poke holes on either side. It's a game that you want to stay Correct. away
0: from. I mean, if you wanted an angle since you are doing the brotherly Ooh, love yeah. parlay, uh, what about a little look to the over? What is Sitting that? at 48 and a half. You know the commander's gonna throw it 50 times. Just, I'm putting it out there.
1: Yeah, and the Cowboys
0: are trying to put out a statement. Right, too. You're the one who wants to have a 17-leg parlay to change lives. Go ahead. All right. uh, let me give you the nightcap game, Niners-Seahawks. And remembering what we said about favorites, it is against my sensibilities to take a divisional road favorite, but here we are. Geno Smith will play. The number indicates that. It was at six. Um, it's gone to seven, it bounced down to six and a half with the news, Geno would give it a go. It's settling at seven, and the book probably is gonna leave it there. Anything north of seven, I'm not touching. Cool. I don't even love betting the seven. Doesn't look like Kenneth Walker will play. No, and, and the Niners now, are, are they're back. I mean, they're put together again. It they're healthy, they're a machine, and I've told you I don't like Seattle. I've told, last week we talked about it. I said it's Rams or pass, and I don't trust them. And the Niners come to town and they start, they bully you and they physical you. And I, I just don't, I really worry about if Geno plays against this front, what's that going to look like? Now here's what gives me pause. Shanahan is a favorite of north of a field goal. Stats are not good. You're asking for a pick, I give you the Niners. To me, the Niners and Lions are the two ones I like. I'm ice cold right now in the NFL the last two weeks, so I'm a little scared. But if you're asking, pick each game. Yeah. It would be Lions, it would be Commanders, it would be Niners. Okay. But I'm gonna put all three of these into a tease. Ooh. We're gonna do a turkey tease. All right. Because it's gonna lead me to uh the Black Friday game, which I wanna get to now, and then we'll we'll go to Thanksgiving for college for the egg bowl. Dolphins, Jets. It's three PM. I Why hate it.
1: three PM? If I you're gonna it. do that on Black Friday, Black Friday at night, right?
0: Black Friday was always college football. It day. was Nebraska and Iowa and-, and still is, which I have a pick for, by the way. We're gonna get to it. But Um, This game was interesting to me because the Dolphins now go on the road. They didn't play well last week, but they won. The Jets absolutely hit rock bottom. But Tim Boyle's getting the start. Yeah, but you got to ask yourself, isn't there a one-week bounce? We always talk about this. When an OC gets fired, there's a one-week bounce. When a QB gets benched, there's a one-week bounce. Could the Jets, remember, Dolphins want finesse, the Dolphins want to play pretty. This is going to be outside. It's going to be cold. It's going to be the Jets' defense. Now, if you're telling me, Mike, the Jets have quit, they're radioactive, I totally get it. I'm saying if you're forcing me to play this game, I got to take the 10. It has hit 10 at several sports books. Don't you have to take the 10 that the Jets, look, the Jets still have an outside shot. They want to keep playing. They feel like, hey, if we win a few games, I think they're insane. Aaron Rodgers could come back.
1: Yeah, well, that's crazy that he says in two weeks. I, if he comes back, he didn't have a torn Achilles. I, I'm, I'm 100% convinced I'm in that. I'm with you. The problem that I have with the Jets is we saw Tim Boyle here in Detroit last year. and Two years ago. Two years ago. But that's what the Jets kind of remind me of is that Lions team from two years ago where they had nothing going. And you talk about the bounce back, but the only thing I can think of is Tim Boyle Bouncing passes to the receivers and not getting there, and and that's what would make me the most nervous. But you know what? He he's he was a hack a guy right in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, so he
0: understands that. And if he's if he's going to go in and play loose, play free, he's going to push football downfield. Sure, I, I'm just telling you, I think the Jets are interesting. Okay, all right, let's get to the college slate, shall we? Um, start out Egg Bowl. Thursday night, I'll keep this one real simple. I
1: love that game. Me For too. For whatever reason, and I don't, I don't care about either team, but what was it, a couple years ago, the one scored a touchdown and acted like a dog and peed on the end zone. And, I like, believe. There's always good drama out of that game. There was one year, a guy like broke his leg unbelievably bad. Like There's
0: crazy stuff that happens in that game. I believe the player who did the Odell Beckham PP celebration and cost them the game, was that Elijah Moore? It might have been. I and think then- it was Elijah Moore. Yeah, that I mean, yeah, that was such a talk when
1: that Look, happened.
0: This is a this is a hated rivalry. I don't know going into this. First of all, Mississippi State fired Zach Arnett, so they're without a coach. Ole Miss is nine and two. I mean, they're not going to win the West, but you know, you're trying to grab that New Year's Six bowl. You're mm-hmm. trying to keep rolling, get to ten and two. Yeah, Mississippi State, you're fighting for a bowl game. They're What's five the number six. in this game? It is sitting at 10-1⁄2. ten and a half. Oof. Look, there is no way I could lay ten and a half points with a road favorite in Ole Miss going to Starkville. The Cowbells are going to be completely out of control. It's going to be insanity. My question would be the following: Is it is it wrong? Like I I look Ole Miss when they get rolling, they're a machine. Miss State to me one of the worst borderline bowl-eligible teams in America. I, I have watched some of their games, and I go, man, I know Mike Leach passed on, and I know it's been a hard year. How can the program look like this? But if you're asking for a side, no one's betting this state. No one. Everyone in America's betting a double-digit road favorite in a heated rivalry in Starkville at night. I would actually have to go Bulldogs there.
1: So just to play devil's advocate, eh, play a few weeks advocate. back... There was a game between Michigan and Michigan State, and you talked about the team that fired their coach at home. Are they a dead team? And isn't, isn't that essentially what this is with Mississippi State? As no, well?
0: because they're five and six. Okay, they needed to make a bowl. So the kids probably haven't all bailed out. I or don't whatever. think. No, nah, you haven't bailed out. Arnett's been gone for a couple weeks. I so just look, man.
1: That's the only. That's the only hesitation that I would have, just based off of that thought process. But obviously, we know it better here in the state of Michigan, because I you probably don't know that record offhand yeah. any time that Mississippi State has fired a coach in season. No, and against- look, I mean,
0: when you when you get to it, I mean, when you look at Mississippi State, like Zach Arnett had to go. They beat Arkansas 7-3. to <laughs> Then they lose 27-13 to Auburn. They lose 24-3 to UK. They lose 51-10 to AM, and m Arnett out. They bounced back last week, in the SEC bye week beat Southern Miss 41-20. to I'm just telling you, they got something to play for. They're at home. It's at night. It matters. This rivalry is fierce cowbell's ringing in your ear, I take the 10 and a half. Okay. I, t- I just do. I think you have to. Um, let me get you to the rest of the college games, and then I'll square up my final plays. Um, I want to go Nebraska against Iowa. It's a spot play. This is gross. No, I'm not doing this whole Iowa and under thing. Do you know what the total in this game is? It was 26 yesterday. Yeah. It's the lowest total in the history of totals. <laughs> I can't do it. And I understand so if So aren't
1: you-, you tempted to take the over then?
0: I don't have the balls. I don't have the balls to do to make such decisions. Um, this is spot play though. And if you've been cashing Iowa unders and you just want to ride it, that's cool. I'm not mad at you. But you got to take Nebraska here. Iowa's already clinched the West. Nebraska's fighting for their bowl life, which, first of all, Matt Rule, hell of a job. I thought this team was going to be a three and nine, four and eight football team. He's got a shot to get to a bowl in year one where no quarterback play to speak of. Jeff Sims did not work out.
1: No, and the then backup the kid Cantrop- who's from Nebraska
0: and doing it for Nebraska. And- Hayden Harbinger yeah, or whatever grew is. up a Nebraska fan. Yeah, clearly, because he's playing like he's an option quarterback. Can't <laughs> throw the ball. I just feel like it, it, it's Nebraska. And Nebraska being favored over Iowa tells you a lot. Iowa probably sits a few starters, relaxes a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they clinched the West. They're going to Indy. Uh, I'm, I'm going to play Nebraska. It's going to be grotesque. But
1: but maybe would... maybe this is Brian Ferentz's
0: coming out party. You're done. You're absolutely <laughs> done, Brian Ferentz. Rest <laughs> in peace. All right. Uh, Mizzou laying seven and a half as they go to Arkansas. And you go, how is this on the board? Well, the Friday slate, there's only so many games that are remotely interesting. Arkansas is dead. Yeah. Arkansas I... is toast. God. It's been a horrific year. Now, look, they beat FIU last week. But Mizzou is able to to line up and smash. Traeger, the running back they have, number seven. Whatever, he's leading the SEC in rushing. You can't tackle this kid. Former walk-on, former Division II player. I am. This kid is unbelievable. Destroyed Tennessee a few weeks ago. He destroys everybody. You know what his over-under is in this game? For rushing? Uh, for rushing yards? Let me pull like, this up. I mean, wanna, oh. 13 maybe? <laughs> it's wild in college. If he, if he's leading. Boy, you're the... pretty good, buddy. 116, you can get 114 and a half at FanDuel if you wanted it. <sighs> but Schrader's awesome, dude. God, that's so
1: crazy to think that you're betting on a kid to run for over 100 I know, years.
0: and I won't do it. But I would actually lean Mizzou here. Um, Arkansas has just shown no aptitude whatsoever offensively. Pittman's in trouble. I don't know if they'll act on it. but They, they can't run it at all mizzou should dominate the line of scrimmage on both fronts i kind of like mizzou i hate the idea of laying seven and a half but missouri is really good
1: they are i think they've shocked a lot of people and, and if they can keep
0: it up for years to come they're going to be a little bit of a threat there in the when well, the SEC. east the east is softer that's the key but the problem for them is let's say mizzou ends up being eyed. Right. tennessee's not going anywhere You assume Florida will get it right. Now, they got to give Billy Napier a little more time. He's got a top-five recruiting class coming in, but Georgia's Georgia. Now, if you're saying, Mike, it's better to be in the East than the West, you're right. But the East, I think, cyclically speaking, is about to shift or it's going to become a lot harder. But Drinkowitz has done a hell of a job down there. Um, But I like Mizzou in that game. I don't love it, but I like it. Uh, The other game, this one's tough. I still have not recovered emotionally from Oregon State losing to Washington. Uh, do you know the win probability post-game for Washington? 29%. Oof. Washington was only would only win that game 29% of the time the way that they won it. I mean, Oregon State 0-4 in fourth downs. Oregon State a ridiculous safety. Oregon State a fumble inside their own ten. Oregon State shuts out UW in the second half. More first downs, more rushing yards, more passing yards. W- wins the turnover battle. Loses the game 22-20. I still haven't recovered. And now I'm in a position where I need Oregon State against Oregon or my season win total at plus eight and a half at eight and a half plus one thirty-six is 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 dead. Oregon State right now, this number is flying. And I'm not gonna jump in because I think there's a shot this thing could get north of 14. It is Ooh. rolled from 10 and a half up to 14, Oregon State plus 14 at Oregon. How big of a rivalry is big. that for them? It's big. huge. This is called Civil War. Okay. It's, not, it's not nice. But the problem is you're announcing. The problem is this is, in my mind, one of the best Oregon teams in recent memory. And what does Oregon State have left in the tank? Here's the other problem. It's no secret. I don't know if the listeners would ever waste their time. I heard an interview with Jonathan Smith, head coach of Oregon State. He was talking, I believe, to their play-by-play guy. And he got asked about other jobs and there's whispers. If I were an Oregon State fan, I'd feel like my coach is already gone. And players are not stupid. Right? Jonathan Smith was like, look, I pay my agent a hell of a lot of money. He better be looking for what what else is out there. That's not a typical answer. Then he was asked, well, you know, have you interviewed? And he's like, look, people here can just rest assured I've been focused on the task at hand. Jonathan Smith is interviewed for the Michigan State job. Okay, can we just be done with that? Like, Jonathan Smith is interviewed. And if you listen to the reports, he's going for a second interview. Correct. And they play Friday night, which means there's a real good shot. You could see a Saturday night or Sunday morning press release. He's Michigan State's head coach. Well, yeah, with Michigan State playing Friday night as well. Hello. So here's the point. I'm nervous to take the 14. I'm already in a spot. I need Oregon State to win. You know, this is one could I bet it live if Oregon State got down I'm not in the business of laying two touchdowns in a rivalry game unless I know one team is dead. Like right. when we bet U of M against Michigan State, Michigan State was dead. They were dead. This is not that. But Oregon, line of scrimmage, should be able to not not shut down but limit Martinez and company on the ground for Oregon State. And I'm worried, man. I'm worried my beeves might just be out of gas. They put everything into that game against UW. Now you're hearing whispers your coach is leaving dangerous spot, and I feel like the number is indicative of everything I've just talked about.
1: Do they even have enough gas for their little chainsaw? They can't oh, even the, start that thing. Right, don't it's knock just the puttering.
0: Why you got to <laughs> knock the turnover chainsaw, man? Why you got to shit on that? I love the turnover chainsaw. Here's the scary part. You can take this for what it's worth. The line opened to 10. It's out to 14. 90% of the money, 55% of the bets are on the Beavers, and mm. yet the number... Keeps on moving. I'm in wait and see mode with that game. Maybe I come back on Friday's episode and I have a play. I wanna get a little more intel. I wanna see if I get a better feeling that Smith is already gonna be named head coach. And we'll go from there. But I wanted to at least talk about it. It's a great game, 8.30 at night on Friday night. While I'm putting the Christmas tree up, we'll be ready to rock. We'll have Michigan State, Penn State, Oregon, Oregon State. But that brings me to you making your debut. Mm -hmm. Nothing says college football like Penn State at Michigan State, at Ford Field on Black Friday. Wait, what? The land-grant trophy. And Evan, I'd like to tell you something. I have news you can use. I am seeing across the board right now the only people who don't have a flat 21 up, Fandle. Okay. Everyone else does. We're going with 21. Evan, you you have not made a pick all season. You don't bet. No. But you're going to. Yes. This is going to be a part of your parlay. Yes. The 2-day Turkey Trot parlay. This will be the capper. Michigan you're taking State plus I'm gonna 21. I'm going to take Michigan
1: State. Just from what I've seen from them over the last few weeks, they haven't rolled over and just no. completely died. The kids are still playing really hard. Katen Hauser, listen. I don't I like don't it. think he's ever going to win Michigan State meaningful games. But I do believe that he's good enough to beat this awful offensive Penn State team. Michigan State's defense has played all right. You know.
0: You know what's interesting? I'm glad you said this. Think about this. Take out the Ohio State game, right? You, there's nothing we can do with the Ohio State. Game. No, and we knew that. But if going. I, but if I say okay,
1: I want, I, want, I want to hold on. You take out that, and you take out the Michigan game. They've been competitive. Well, I like, mean, they blew the game against Iowa. Completely blew that game. That, that was a winnable well, game that they right. should have had.
0: It's not even just about the final result. I want to go to the anatomy of the points per game. Okay, so work with me on this. The Iowa game, they gave up a punt return for a touchdown. Yep. Defensively speaking, they gave up 19 points. The Rutgers game, they gave up a punt fumble touchdown. Defensively, they gave up 20 points. Take out Michigan because they were a freight train the minnesota game 27 to 12 the short fields yep. turnovers et cetera. nebraska they give up 17 points take out osu again freight train different level of team indiana they win 24 21 the defense actually's been okay against the two non elite teams they faced do you trust do you trust penn state to be the team that goes out and puts up say 40 no I don't. Because so if Penn State just scores 30, can MSU get to 10?
1: Yes. I think for whatever reason, over the last few years, Michigan State has always played Penn State tough, even when they shouldn't. Like the year that they went to Penn State and won with Felton Davis in the last second, oh. like they shouldn't have won that game. The game, what, two years ago in the snow at East Lansing when Jaden Reed's making unbelievable catches, they shouldn't have won that game. And... and I will always remember that James Franklin is across the field from whoever is coaching the other team. And I thought last year when I saw Drew Aller, the five-star quarterback, he came in for a few plays a game. He would he would run, whatever. I thought him and those two backs with Singleton and, and Allen were going to be dominant yeah, on offense. And they run this crap between the guards. They don't even get to the tackles. <laughs> And I'm like, who, where is this running scheme coming well, from? They, where they, are the
0: wide receivers?
1: They don't stretch the field at all. And if there's one thing that's burnt Michigan state in the past, it's a downfield passing game, which Penn state just doesn't have. I think playing in a dome is going to help Michigan state. Um, I remember what was it? Maybe 2008, nine, 10, something like that. FAU came and played Michigan state at Ford field and, And those games are special to Michigan state fans that can't get to East Lansing or don't want to go to East Lansing for a game. So I think the crowd is going to be there in their favor. And it's still, it's not going to be 65,000 like we're going to see at the lions game Thursday, but I think you'll get 50,000 there that are going to be solely supporting the Spartans. And, and you might not want to hear this, but I really think that they (laughs) like Harlan Barnett. I'm not mad. And I I think that they're going to play for the guy. And, I don't think he deserves the job at Michigan State, but I do think he does deserve an interview, whether it's token or not, or is serious or not. But it does appear that, I mean, I didn't expect them to win another game after what we saw with Mel Tucker left, and he somehow got another two wins, could maybe get three. If he gets five wins, that's incredible for what we saw happen. No, I know,
0: I know it is. And look, he's he, I, I have no problem that he's held it together. My issue with your pick and my issue with this game, Evan, the over-under on scholarship players that are available might be 40. Do That, that Harlan list, said, when they put it out, Yeah. Like,
1: who's out? And I'm like, oh my God, that's like the entire starting
0: 22. <laughs> so this, the, the, some of the guys who we met up at LSU for the tailgate were kind enough. They had a multi-TV setup. Yeah. They're like, oh, we gotta, I can't do the Louisiana accent, but let me tell you, it sounded hilarious. Uh, we got to turn on the Sparties. Um, but bottom line, there were guys in that game where I had a couple of buddies with me, and I'm like, I don't know who that is. Oh, in, in, in at defensive tackle, Steve Nelson. I'm like, who? Yeah. I, where are we I, finding I agree, people off the street? You
1: know what? Maybe that's Texas AM's 12th man. Oh, they, okay. They put out all those guys on the kick return. All right, so here's what
0: we're going to do We're going to do this is going to be your official record. Evan's going to have one play for the regular yeah. season. Oh. Evan taking state, getting 21. Let me give you the picks for me. All right. Um, Lions minus seven and a half for sure. Uh, I am going to play the Niners and just lay the seven. I I don't like Seattle. I think Gibbs over 43 and a half. Interesting. It will be commanders or pass if I do it. But official play, I'll go Lions Niners. Um, I'm going Nebraska minus two. Mizzou minus seven and a half. And then uh, I'm going to watch the state game. I think Evan is out of his mind. Here is your... Turkey teaser pleaser. Lions minus one and a half. Niners minus one. Commanders getting 18 and a half. Jets getting 16. Plus 240. All I ask is when you go to dinner tonight, we're taping on Wednesday.
1: I'll send you a screenshot of what it comes out to.
0: Oh, no. But even better, before you place the bet, give me a chance to buy in. Oh, okay. And I will Venmo you live. I'll throw it out there. Now, if I think your selections are pure horseshit... (laughs) I am not partaking. First basket
1: in the Michigan State
0: Arizona game. Who wins the tip? Yeah, yeah. You're doing Adam Sandler uncut gems. This is how I win. Black Jewel Power. He needs 36 rebounds. Like, wait, the NBA record's like 34, dude. It's it's, it's, it's right. But the best scene is where they're screaming Black Jewel Power. Like, okay, let's all calm down. Um, text me, and I, I, give me a chance to buy. You. I will. I want to see what you come up with. It'll be fun, and okay. then we can. Talk about it on Friday. Again, what did I end up putting in alter the spreads. If you're doing the parlay, it's got to be Lions laying six and a half, not seven. And a half. Okay. Uh, it's got to be Niners laying six and a half, not seven. You know, boost the Commanders up a little bit, or do, do Nebraska money line, or, or or play around with this deal. I'm anxious for it. Eager. Anxious means you're nervous and scared. Eager means you're excited. I'm eager. Journalism degree. Here we go. All right, listen. Rate, review, subscribe. This is your Turkey Day Black Friday preview. I give you the whole weekend when I come in here on Friday. i got to do the New York show. i got to do my show. We're going to do this show. We're just doing shows. You're shopping. We're doing shows. That's cash the ticket. We will talk. everyone have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Try to enjoy it. If you don't want anything to do with betting, here's my advice. Don't enjoy the day, man. Mm-hmm. Don't sweat. Don't be stressed. Don't do anything stupid. I know I'm not. I probably won't. I'm saying for my record, I've given you the picks but I probably won't play individual games. I am going to do what Evan's doing. I want to enjoy time with my father and my brother-in-law and just relax. We'll throw in a parlay. We'll all root for the same teams. Like, that's that's probably my plan, and I'm being transparent with you, the listener. That's Cash ticket. We will talk to you on Friday.